0: Emergency Ghost Goal podcast. Lidl Messi has announced he's leaving Barcelona. The 33-year-old Argentinian best player in the world for some, me included, will now leave the team that he has spent his entire professional career at, where he's won four Champions League titles, numerous Spanish League titles, a ton more Spanish Cups. Copa del Rey. Copa del Rey, thank you. Uh, he's won everything. FIFA Club World Cup, the Super Cup. The Spanish Super Cup, he's won everything. A player so synonymous with Barcelona that I'm honestly shocked that this has happened. Like I know and we've seen a lot of rumors this offseason um about Messi potentially leaving and the front office being a mess, but it is weird to think of a Barcelona team without Lionel Messi. Speaking of which, I'm Andrew Pissarro, joined by Alex. We literally threw this together five minutes ago, so pardon me for not properly introducing us. But It's the
1: only thing that could get Andrew out of hiding. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> it's <not> Lionel <laughs> Messi <laughs> leaving Barcelona. I mean, I guess we should talk about just like the... the Circumstances under which this is happening. I think we just found out minutes ago. It was uh, it was reported to all the major outlets, Sky, ESPN, etc., that Messi's uh, representatives, I guess his agent and maybe his lawyers, reached out to Barcelona officially, uh, stating their intent to activate a clause in his contract that lets them mutually terminate the contract completely. So. Uh, in the event that this goes through and uh, Barcelona are faced with, you know, it looks like they're faced with no choice but to do it because otherwise you're risking paying a player uh, hundreds of millions for him to just not pay or not play. So uh, if this goes through, Lionel Messi will be a free agent, uh, able to sign with any club he wants. Uh, which now sets us off on uh, where we want to live in this podcast which is in the abstract and where the hell could he end up because th- there's been no rumors because the story so far is that Barcelona have fucked up to such a great degree over the last three or four years not just the last year that it's it's completely lost their their greatest ever player, maybe the greatest player to ever play the game. They've completely lost his trust in in the institution itself. Congratulations, Barcelona! You really shot yourself in the foot this time.
0: Yeah, um, and the, the, Alex is right. There's the, and well. Let's also take a quick step back. Ronald Koeman just announced that the new Barcelona manager, former, right. former Barcelona legend, scored the winning goal in their first year in their first Champions League goal or first Champions League winner ever back in '92. For uh, I believe that was Cruyff's dream team, quote unquote, that had Pep yep. as but a part of it. You look at this team and it's a mess. And you take Lionel Messi out of it. Not only is this team not a Champions League team, this might not even be a Europa League team in Spain. There is there is a few young players that I'm excited about. That, that's a take.
1: I, I would I would say it's at least a Europa League team. I don't know that. if it's even that. I really don't like because you've got because s- they're making moves. They are making moves, uh, like mainly bringing in the entire Dutch national team with like rumors of Depay and Van Der Beek coming in. But you know, you're one of your major, I mean, you you would have thought Barcelona would try to sell Messi before they let it get to this point, so that yeah. they could at least, you know, they, they've spent. More than 200 million uh, euros on two players in Dembele and Coutinho. The last couple of years, there's plenty more talent along with those players to make this Barcelona squad at least stay in Champions League uh, places in La Liga. But yeah, obviously without Messi, they're not sniffing the title. Uh, and I just look at this team as as a team that
0: I look at this team as a team that's been emotionally cracked since losing at Roma in the semifinals. Three years ago well, in the Champions League, since
1: lo- since losing Neymar, that's yeah. the that's the turning point. They've never recovered from that. They've tried by completely shifting the cl- club's philosophy away from uh, highlighting the products of La Masia, like Pep Guardiola did, and instead going to the, the the Galacticos method of Real Madrid, buying all these players for big money because they're Barcelona and they're one of the richest clubs in the world now but you you forget you might even forget that for the vast majority of Barcelona's history pre Lionel Messi they uh, they they're, they're a club with the success of uh, I don't know maybe like like Chelsea or Arsenal in our like total histories like there was the great era under Cruyff in the 70s when he was a player there Cruyff sparked another great era in the early 90s or I guess late 80s was when he joined but that was their first Champions League title in 92. They didn't win another one until 2006, uh, the Ronaldinho teams, and then they've won three subsequent uh, with, with Messi. So uh, they have a recent great history that has sort of propelled them to like the same sort of stature in terms of trophies as, as Real Madrid. But without Lionel Messi... Uh, that's I mean all of that like you just subtract his trophies and his hall since he's been there and you know they're not they're not one of the top teams in Spain so there's definitely legitimately con- concerns for Barca but you, you wonder who the next player could be who thinks to himself I want to go to Barcelona and get them back to, to, to that uh, sort of stature because there will be players like that but. Yeah, I mean Barcelona is still a
0: sick city to live in. Like they're still gonna have the the power. They they, but the board is just in absolute shambles. Let, do you want? Let's open the conversation. I mean, the, the one thing I was gonna say. This comes days after Ronald Koeman telling Luis Suarez, who's like Messi's best friend on the team, that he doesn't see a future for him and the team. Which makes sense. Suarez is definitely entering the back half of his. I mean, he's in the back half of his career at this point, and it makes sense that he's going to leave. I don't see the two of them going somewhere together, but. Let's discuss teams that could actually afford him. Uh, Inter Milan's long been linked with him. Big news with Inter Milan today is that Antonio Conte is going to stay. Are you
1: talking about Suarez or Messi?
0: Messi, only Messi, Messi here. I
1: was just that was just
0: a quick mention. Um, Inter Milan long linked with with Messi. You have to think that Juventus might have the money to try to to try to create a super friends
1: team of Cristiano and Messi, which I don't know how it work, but yeah, and in that case, they would have to they would basically have to give up on their current best player, Paolo Dybala, mm-hmm. because you know you're all, all there's already headaches of trying to fit him and Ronaldo into the same team, uh, but you know adding Messi, there, are Dybala is basically a carbon copy of Messi in terms of how he plays. And then the roles he fills, I, I don't, maybe you get some sort of creative accounting going by uh, selling Dybala to, to Barcelona on a at a cheaper fee or something like that. I, 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 don't, I don't know. So um, you'd be talking about two
0: players earning close to 100 million pounds, 100 million a year. Yeah, which, I don't think payroll. Juventus.
1: Juventus isn't the likely one. Maybe it's PSG. You just have to go to the follow the money. PSG, Manchester City. Dare I say it, Chelsea? Because, and I'm preceding this by saying I would not want Chelsea to break the bank with the kind of figures that Messi has been paid at Barcelona the last couple of years. Uh, We just pulled from uh, from Football Leaks uh, before this that he was basically making 120 million in total salary and imaging rights and bonuses at Barcelona over the past five years you know it's, it's it's basically a million pounds a week for his wages. Uh, and so it, it's it would not be it would not be cheap. Um I, I don't think Chelsea should do it because they very clearly have their set sights set on a much younger demographic trying to, to build something and, and not focus it around one player who's probably more so towards the downturn of his career than the upswing. Uh so I, no one's going to no one's going to throw chelsea out there i don't think but you know just because they have we have been spending money that's why i'd throw us in there but i think the favorite has to be manchester city
0: yeah like, i think it has to he would it rejoin with pep guardiola like i would not be shocked if manchester city i would hate it i think i it'd be great for the premier league it'd be huge for city i'd hate it i'd be excited to you know we'd it would end the argument of you know Ken messi do it on a cold tuesday rainy night in stoke which... no
1: no it would not no it would not <laughs> It would not end the argument. If only Stoke <laughs> had managed to stay up two more years, <laughs> we could have finally settled the debate. Um,
0: but I'll, I'll say this: I mean, look, if, if he goes to City, you have to think that someone would leave, not not just in a, like a them having to sell players. Like you know, on the right, you've got Bernardo Silva and Riad Mahrez, and you add Messi. I don't think he's going to be played down the middle. Would do you think Maraz? I don't think Bernardo Silva would leave. He loves Manchester City, but I could see I,
1: them trying to sell Bernardo or, or Riyad Mahrez just to like cut down salary. Uh, the player it would most directly affect, I think, would be Phil Foden. Mm. With with David Silva leaving this summer, yes, Messi is more traditionally a winger and a, a right winger cutting in on his left, but. You know he's he's shifted positions and roles more times during his career at Barcelona and, and maintained the same or even better levels of success while doing so than anyone else in in football history. So I have no doubt that you could that you could throw him into a midfield even with De Bruyne, with Rodri or Fernandinho or uh, Gundogan if he stays. And, you know, that's that's a very attacking team. He would probably be playing more as a second striker, and you'd have to settle for a midfield two. But we've even seen Pep Guardiola switch to three at the back at times to try and make up for that. So if you have a five at the back for Manchester City and some combination of Raheem Sterling, Bernardo Silva, Kevin De Bruyne, Lionel Messi, and Aguero out there, I I can't think of too many teams that would be able to keep that from scoring at least <laughs> at least three times. You know, the math doesn't actually quite work there because you'd only have two midfield players there. So yeah, maybe maybe get rid of Bernardo Silva for that situation, have yeah. him off the bench, play Messi on the right, and have a midfield two of Rodri and and Kevin De Bruyne. But it's it's it would be a great problem to have, and it would also you know it it boosts revenue it, it, the same things we talked about uh, Cristiano Ronaldo leaving to go to Juventus when you spend uh, i think it was like 90 million they spent on uh, Ronaldo and they're they're obviously paying him crazy wages they they did that for their for their brand for their club's brand and their global brand and you know the marketing and business opportunities that that opens up city don't really need any help in that regard but the only player the single player that could possibly put a, a bump in those numbers and raise their revenue that much more is Lionel Messi. So I, I think just wouldn't too, be surprised would, to see that happen. I think too, it would dra-
0: it would grab the attention of your your casual soccer fan. You're like, oh, I watch the Premier League every now and then, and now you know it's easy. It, let's be real, like let's cut the shit. Man- watching Manchester City on a week to week basis is much easier for the average sports fan than it is. To watch La Liga because La is on BN and not everyone has BN as a part of their package and sure. I know they make an effort to show every Barcelona game on TV but that's not in the average package like everybody has NBC Sports like that Manchester City would become just you know not wrongly but would be shoved down our throats in terms of watching them and I do think it would fit I think that would make the easiest the most amount of sense
1: I don't if it think- happens our City favorites to win the title <laughs>
0: No, definitely not. That defense is really trip. No? <laughs> no, but they're we, definitely okay.
1: We talked about it on like uh, Javier and I mentioned it on the other pod, but the, it, it looks like they're like the only real contenders to sign Koulibaly. So assuming that signing gets done too, I thought they're were they they're right back in the race if they get Koulibaly. If they get Koulibaly and Messi and then they're done for the summer, you're in trouble. You're in a lot of yeah, trouble. I, know. I mean, I know. so are we. I, I, I'm just throwing it out there. I wouldn't be happy to see Messi go to Man City. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's the only possibility. I think we're just bringing it up first because, you know, this is primarily a Premier League podcast. They still need a left back. Yeah, Cancelo can play there. They started playing Mendy a little bit more. Uh, They still have Zinchenko. You know, it's not terrible options. Plus, if they play that three at the back, then they basically just say screw a left back and play Laporte at left center back and throw another winger on as the, the left wing back. So... You know they're they're in that all they they can one of the few teams in Europe along with probably you guys and Bayern Munich who can just afford to go into that all out attack mode in most of their games maybe not the big Champions League games but most of their regular season games they can just throw on every uh, best attacking player they have and you know over ninety minutes they're gonna break they're gonna break down most teams and score three or four at least so. Yeah, no, Messi I see, To that, you know, it gives I'm you being more facetious. Too. Like
0: you add Messi, and the other thing too, you add Messi, and and you're adding a continued winning attitude, especially for a team in city that only won one trophy last year, that lost early in the Champions League, that you know finished so far behind Liverpool. Like he he adds a statement of intent, and to some extent too, he's going to make the rest of the team have to work harder. So uh, I, I think it would be a monstrous move for, for Manchester City. Uh, Let's just talk about PSG and Inter real quick, because I want to bring them up. Him going to PSG, (laughs) the one big, you know, elephant in the room is Mauro Icardi. And you guys talked about him on the last podcast. Lionel Messi and Mauro Icardi not too keen not too fond of each other uh the, the long-standing rumors is that Messi has kept Acardi out of the Argentinian national team because Acardi's wife Wanda used to be married to another professional footballer yeah. who who was Argentinian who was boys with Messi and I mean, Icardi,
1: Icardi was best friends with him too and they weren't best friends after that but yeah um, he was yeah. Max, Maxi Lopez uh, yeah but that that's a pretty simple answer you you scrap Mauro icardi whether that's you know selling him for cheap and just taking the the loss or whatever like if that's an actual issue and they can't learn to get along in the same locker room then you know icardi's out yeah. <laughs> sorry like i mean if they they didn't like him enough to bring him off the bench in the champions league final and they kept and they brought on uh, maxim chupa Chupamoting instead so you know, they, they can't be that in love with Mauro Riccardi, but the, the, the PSG thing uh, has weight. I haven't seen it reported but I think it would have weight if it was reported for the loan uh, the two facts that one they have the money to do it which is obviously the big uh, concern here and why I throw out Manchester City and two uh, the, the Messi Messi's basically soured on the Barcelona board since they let Neymar go and since they've failed to either buy a replacement or bring him back because uh, they got along great. They were they played excellently together and had great chemistry. Messi could fit into that PSG side uh, like a glove, playing the same role that Angel Di Maria plays. And, you know, if you say goodbye to, to your other two Argentine stars and Di Maria and Icardi, like, that's. and you make up for that with Messi, then, you know. Now I just change my tune on PSG and I'm thinking, OK, yeah, they're back in Champions League final contention for the next couple of years. Messi, and um, Mbappe, and Neymar would just be... That's that's FIFA ultimate team right there. It's, it's also the kind of thing that convinces those two players you mentioned, Mbappe and Neymar, to sign extensions and stay. So, you know, it, 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 there, there's a lot of... It's that statement of intent you talked about for Manchester City and obviously for PSG. That they both success for them in a season is defined as whether we won the Champions League this year. Nothing else matters, and you know they've both failed in that regard uh, since they made that statement. And uh, if you back up that statement by bringing in the best player in the world, uh, argue even though he's 33, you're saying in these next two or three years we're winning the Champions League, and this is how this is what we mean by that. <laughs> and so I, 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 this is the one scenario that I could see. Uh, uh, PSG keeping Neymar and uh, and uh, Mbappe for a couple more years. It, it changes everything. Uh, where he ends up changes everything. So 2020 just gets crazier, man. I-, I tweeted this. Messi leaving Barcelona
0: any other year is the story of the year. Potentially, like,
1: period. Like, all stories.
0: Yeah, it's just not like even Ronaldo leaving
1: was the story of 2018 or 2019, it's not even. Happened.
0: It's the biggest soccer story of the year, but it's not even like the... It might not be the biggest sports story. It might not be the biggest... It's not going to be the biggest story of the I mean, year. It's,
1: it's up there with Kobe's death. Like, yeah. In terms of... I mean, this is obviously the first we're hearing of it, but as soon as like it's pub, uh, publicized like on social media platforms like of the club itself and Messi himself... Then it won't be concrete. But if it, once it is concrete, and he signs somewhere else, media is going to have a f- field day, an <laughs> absolute field day. So yeah. um, it's going to be as big as you know of a, a, a story as Kobe's death. People will remember where you were when you saw that Lionel Messi was leaving Barcelona.
0: Inter Milan, I think, is a fascinating project. You'd have the opportunity for him to play behind Lautaro Martinez and and, and not enough and money. The, and Lukaku but it.
1: and Bar- Barcelona Lautaro Martinez they've stated over and over again he's been their target number one to replace Suarez so whether he still wants to come now that Messi's leaving and that cha- and whether that changes if what you're saying is true and they, they get Messi I don't know but I, I don't think they have the money to do it I really, I really don't like this is this is some big baller stuff right here this is why I'm only bringing up PSG and City because I, I don't think Chelsea have the money to do it either there's one more
0: team that we should throw out there. One more team that, you know, if he really, really wants to stick it into the car of Barcelona's board,
1: they're in don't, the same don't country. Say, don't say Real, because that won't happen. I thought you were going to go with uh, Man United. No. I mean, first of all, he
0: knows better than... to. I mean, why go from one sinking sh- ship to a ship that's, you know, already taken on 75% water?
1: Like because Manchester United are still the most successful club in, in England. They're not. Liverpool have passed them for trophies. With that with that league title this year? But between the league title and the you're, other you're, you're you're tied on league titles we're Retir- no, no no it's I we're th- not having in- this discussion right now they're the one of the most <laughs> one of the most successful clubs in england i'll adjust the statement for you Amy, fine and keep fair. you happy thank you uh, i appreciate that they're one of the most and they have the money to do it you'd, you'd think for a player of Lionel messi's caliber you know they did it for alexis sanchez they gave him ungodly wages that no one thought he really deserved <laughs> So why not do it for Lionel Messi? But I, I don't think that will happen. It's still City and PSG probably for me. Yeah, I, I don't
0: see Real Madrid happening either. I, I did just need to like mention it off the sheer fact of, you know, apparently they've been bidding for him at the end of every year. They call they call Barcelona and be like, "Hey, how much for Messi?" And Barcelona just like hang up the phone. But it if that I don't think that he would go to Madrid and absolutely. Like, I think he still wants to have a good relationship with the Barcelona fans. I could honestly... The other thing, too, I could totally see happening. Him maybe going to another club, PSG, City, Inter, whoever, for two years, waiting for all of the Barcelona board to, like, leave and coming back. Like, I could see Messi just using this as, like, an opportunity to start and begin training so Change. he just
1: like retires or goes and like does his no, own no. thing. No, goes play like somewhere, somewhere else. Goes play somewhere else. What if he doesn't play? What if he's just like I'm going to take a sabbatical? I don't he's think he does that. I, I mean, I, I don't, don't think, think, th- think so either. But I am I don't it think it that.
0: There. I mean, this, here's the thing: what if, if he, tries he tennis? Leaves,
1: what if he Michael Jordans <laughs> it and goes and tries tennis for? <laughs>
0: He, he goes and joins the uh, celebrity pro-am with uh, Gareth Bale in Madrid and then just play golf all day.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he's a golfer. That would be, that'd be interesting.
0: <laughs> um, no, but look, here's the thing. If he leaves Barcelona, there's no way Bartomeu wins re-election at, oh, at, no. at Barcelona. Yeah. There's going to be massive change. And, yeah. like, they've been, ever since Neymar left, everybody's been like, we're going to bring him back. We're going to bring him back. Like, I'm sorry. The the second that Messi leaves, it will be, what
1: can we do to bring Messi back? Like. Or, what can we do to bring Neymar back and have him replace Messi? Yeah. And, and, and by, uh, you know, and have the I'd domino rather get him Bappe, of, but of maybe getting, uh of maybe getting Messi back once you get Neymar back. Because that's what Messi wanted all along. He was. Completely like furious with the board that they allowed Neymar's transfer uh, uh, clause or their, his release clause to be what seemed gaudy at the time, two hundred and twenty-two million. Uh, but you know, Messi has had like a, a billion like transfer clause, he had like a, a couple hundred million transfer clause on there that you know, you, no one would ever pay, and that's what you do when with a player of that level. And Barcelona fucked up to allow that to happen, so he he's been f- furious with them ever since then. I I don't know if just everyone resigning and, uh, and you like know, a complete clean out of the the backroom staff at that club uh results in him coming back or him just staying uh maybe the result of that could yeah I I don't know everything's up in the air here we haven't really seen a situation like this with a player of uh, of this stature before so and, he, and I'm, I'm before, interested to see what happens.
0: He still has the legs. He still has the ability, and he's not coming to MLS yet.
1: It's the word. We're, we're <laughs> no. We're he's not. I. I. He would end up in Argentina before I, I think he ended up in MLS. To be honest.
0: Yeah, I'd agree with that. The thing that would not shock me either is if the entire board just resigned and he would f- turn heel. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like that's it's still not out of the, the realm of possibility. But for now, we're going to have to be watching, where does Messi go? And I think that suddenly becomes, that is the story of the rest of the summer. And here's the thing. Uh, Puyol already tweeted out, like, respect and admiration, you know, best of luck wherever friend to to Messi. Luis Suarez replied with the two uh, two clapping emojis. Like, it's happening. So it's, it's just going to be weird. And, uh, if I was a betting
1: man, I'd take PSG. I'm going to bet on, uh, I'm going to bet on man city, but I'm, I'm not looking forward to it.
0: No, no, nor am I, nor, nor am I. Um, all right. Well, that wraps up this, uh, bonus version of the podcast for for more. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram at coast gold pod at Andrews at Andrew Pissarro at AS Moss 92. And, uh, you'll hear from us very soon.